everybody. Welcome back to Contest Prep University. Joe Klimzeski with Adam Atkinson, episode four in our current series on diet methodology. I say current because I know we've done a few of these in the past, some even bigger features. But for episode four, I want to talk about vegetarianism because this never seems to go away, Adam. Not not just a, a renewed interest in vegetarianism, but we talked about the advantages and disadvantages of fat intake, and a lot of people want to kind of pull that in. Well, I I eat whole fat from beef and eggs, and you know I have a goat in my backyard. We get unpasteurized goat milk and so forth, and and that that kind of brings a couple of these methodologies together, but. You know, I've done a couple big self-studies on vegetarianism, one for six months as a master's thesis, one for a full year with a lot of detailed body composition and, and blood work. And I just don't think it's entirely the best for a human that has evolved eating meat over the last several million years, but uh, would love to hear your thoughts. For for me, a lot of it's just the moral um, side. You know, I have dogs, I have koi fish in my pond but i i eat certain types of fish and you know i eat cow you know and uh i i did go through a phase where i did pescetarian for a bit and just with my own experience food selection was much tougher and that's without even completely you know eliminating animal product it, and i would say just from that perspective um the idea of just restricting a group is very, very difficult. And uh, for me, I, I did a full year of it. It was when the vegan craze was coming back. I knew I couldn't stick to that. So I was like, I'll go somewhere in the middle. And, uh, you know, I definitely learned a lot from that. And, and for me, it's very hard to sustain, for sure. Well, both of my six month and year long stint doing this were 100% vegan. And, um, as I led a lot of clients to try that as well, I think everybody feels better initially. You feel cleaner. I mean, there, there is something to that and, and to eating too much animal protein, but at the same time, especially toward the end of that full year, when I did that, none of my body uh, or blood panel levels improved at all. I mean, I, I thought for sure I was going to show some significant improvement here, there, somewhere, and it was almost exactly across the board the same. Uh, I did like that I didn't have to just constantly be scrambling for protein, trying to center every meal around protein. The impetus for that second run for me at vegetarianism was very social conscious based. Um, and yet biologically, as I told you and you agreed, it was just, it's just kind of not that sustainable. And I, and I think for somebody who's super active and health oriented at least trying to become lacto ovo. Like if you don't want to, if you just want to use the humanely collected uh, products of animals eating lacto ovo, you can still get those same things that will help you with your vitamin Bs and just getting enough protein. And, and I think that's a really good compromise that a lot of people find is I can have a protein shake once or twice a day. I can have some eggs or some, you know, low fat cheese. And that at least takes all the pressure off of, of making it pure vegan. Yeah, a lot of people are going to feel great when they start any kind of diet initially because they're probably, you know, controlling their caloric intake. Uh, the big one that I hear is my digestion was so much better when I was vegan. 
I don't agree with that at all. I've actually seen where people have severe gut dysbiosis because of, you know, all the plant product they're consuming, all the exotic vegan products they're consuming. And talking people off that ledge is really tough because they're married to an ideology of eating. And, you know, now they can't fix the problem that that caused and that is entirely just because of having too much roughage that you can't digest. I mean, I, I know a lot of people, even without classifying themselves as vegan, think that those foods are just free. You know, as long as I just, you know, it's all spinach and lettuce and peppers and I can eat a salad this big and it's fine. It, first of all, it's not, as we know, all of that, that undigestible fiber gets into your large intestine, the anaerobic bacteria ferment it, and it, it gets reabsorbed as fat. So I've seen it actually be worse for people than just, just having an unlimited amount of fiber versus let's take some of that out and give you some healthy, good, effective starch. So um, yeah, you, you're right. You, you, even if you're going to be a complete vegan or vegetarian, there is still a limit to what's good for you in terms of digestion and, and just eatability, so to speak. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, our, our final episode coming up guys is going to be on flexible dieting and I know a guy, so we're going to, we're going to talk about that and, uh, see how that as it stands today, 30 years later holds up in, in which directions is being pulled that are sometimes not great. So we'll see you next time in contest prep university.